Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we have a special guest, my wife, Chami. Chami, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about social linguistics. Chami, can you introduce this concept? Sure. I'm sure it's a word that a lot of our listeners haven't heard of, so I'm happy to do that. So, Linguistics itself, the word linguistics, is a study about languages.、Um, it's not necessarily learning to speak it, but it's learning to analyze it and understand how the language works. So it usually has to do more with grammar and sounds, and it's the nitty gritty aspect of the language. And this is what I studied in university. Social linguistics looks at how language is used within the society. So, for example, it might look at the type of language that's used in a company versus at home. It might look at how a man and a woman might talk differently, or the kind of language that's used when ordering your special drink at Starbucks. Compared to ordering your drink at an izakaya. That's all social linguistics. Okay, and for our non Japanese listeners, izakaya is like a bar in Japan. Right. Where you can also eat delicious food. Yes, highly recommended. Not right now because of COVID. Right. <laughs> so for this conversation, maybe we could focus on how men and women talk differently. So, we could look at the gender aspect of social linguistics. Yeah, that'd be great. So, Mr. Mori in the news a few months back、uh, here in Japan got into some trouble, right? Because of what he said about women in meetings.、Uh, can you recall what exactly he said and how that plays into this concept? Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know,、um, Mr. Mori was the head of the Japan Olympic Committee. And he mentioned in an interview that women talk longer than men. And so the meeting gets longer the more women there are in a committee.、Um, and this was、uh, all over the news, not just in Japan. But around the world, and he was bashed for being、um, a sexist and making a very gender comment that was not appropriate. Well, one reason that Japan wanted to host the Olympics so badly was to get more publicity, so it worked. Yep, now everyone was looking at Japan. So Japan actually ranked 120 out of 156 countries. In regards to the gender gap index. And so this was also broadcasted in a lot of articles alongside Mori's comment. 
Right, right. So can you can we look at that incident and analyze it from a social linguistics pers- perspective? Sure. So actually, there's been a lot of research done about men and women in meetings. And the actual research says that men actually talk more in meetings. They also interrupt more in meetings. And they are seen as being assertive and taking leadership when they interrupt and take more airtime. While women are actually considered to be too bossy or inappropriate when they try to show the same tendencies as I just mentioned. Interesting. That reminds me of Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. So Hillary Clinton and other strong female leaders have been called bitchy or arrogant. Uh, Whereas if you compare that to a strong leader like Donald Trump, well... Nobody called him bitchy. They would call him maybe confident or strong leader. Right, assertive. And and the thing is, women are often seen as the one that is talking more in everyday life. Let's say within a family or with friends. So men may have this image that, oh, you know, my wife or my daughter or my mother, you know, like to talk for a long time on the phone with their friends. And this actually shows a a difference in men and women and why they talk. Men often talk to convey necessary information. Practical. Practical. While for women, talking is, the act of talking itself is what builds relationship. And that action is what cultivates the bond and the relationship. So how people use talking is different. Now back to Mori, what he was saying was perhaps pointing to the fact that he thinks women talk more than men in general. But what he said about women talking in meetings was actually not accurate. And if you've seen any of his interviews, it's very clear that he's also a rambler. So that's kind of a side note. And so he, he talks a lot himself. He talks a lot. And he doesn't realize that he is talking a lot and taking up a lot of airtime in a meeting or in an interview. So what can we learn from this? What's something that men should keep in mind and women should keep in mind as we try to pursue more gender equality? Right. So one thing to keep in mind is simply to become aware that Conversation and communication and language is used differently by men and women. And that that's how the society programs us. Um, and, and when I say gender, this isn't strictly just biological. The second part is for people in corporate situations to know this bias that uh, values men who speak up and interrupt and potentially even take others' ideas as their own, uh, those people are often seen as having strong leadership, while women, when they try to do that, are given negative feedback. And so to be aware of this bias um, and this uh, pressure that women in the working world experience, I think is really important because 
if that is a company culture, then when men are aware of it, they can become a support to women who are their colleagues. Yeah, this is probably a very important issue for many, many Japanese companies now as they're trying to globalize and uh, keep up to speed or get up to speed. Right. And there are so many, you know, gender initiatives and all these things. But when there is that culture, when women are shushed, um, it might not be said directly, but it's in the air, then it doesn't promote a healthy sense of balance in the work culture. So we need to start from awareness. So men need to be more aware and listen more and not interrupt what can women keep in mind as they try to claim their voice and power? I think once again, women being aware that there is this gender bias against them um, and to not give up. And also another tendency is in a hierarchical um, masculine culture within the corporate environment, it might be easy for women to um, put down other women and so I think women be, need to become allies in uh, amongst themselves and also to call out these activities when it happens because a lot of times men don't see, like Mori, what's actually happening in a meeting room. So it sounds like awareness and courage and action are what's necessary for everyone to move forward. Yeah. And to be reminded that this kind of dynamic happens within different parts of the society in Japan. So it's not just in the corporate meeting room. It can happen in a community organizing uh, session for a festival. So for all of us to become aware and to promote the participation of women, we need to start from the, the unseen parts, the cultural parts. and the pressure that women face. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation about social linguistics with an emphasis on gender. Uh, Chami, thank you so much for enlightening us and sharing your wisdom. You're welcome. And if anyone's interested, you can look up Deborah Tannen, who is a social linguistic specialist who has done a lot of research about this. That's Deborah Tannen. That's right. T-A-N-N-E-N. Okay. All right. Thank you, Chami. Thank you. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to help us spread this podcast to more people, you can write a review or leave a rating. And finally, if you are interested in using English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial class right here in Yokohama, Motomachi, or online. If that is something that interests you, you can click the link in the show notes or just visit us at bridgebeyondenglish.com.
I'm your host, David Nagai. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.